0: Do you remember when uh, Mrs. Van Lewitt purchased a new Bentley? Well, She also requested us to buy a small used car for her upstairs maid.
1: Then why isn't her upstairs maid in her blasted vehicle?
0: Well, the car was returned this morning, Mr. Thorndyke. She was having some kind of difficulty with it.
1: Get it out of here. yes.
0: Sir. Hey, what's that for?
1: I beg your pardon?
0: Well, why don't you let the little car alone? Are you presuming to tell me what to do in my own establishment? Okay, I'm out of line. Just bugs me to see somebody abusing a decent piece of machinery. Welcome to Happy Funtime Movie Hour. This is Eric. Across from me is Arwin. We are the family-friendly podcast that talks about rated R movies and more. And this is one of those and mores. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, we saw Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker.
1: Very good. No spoilers.
0: No spoilers. <laughs> um, I really liked it. But I liked the last one, too. So maybe I'm just a dummy that just likes movies.
1: Well, I think we've we've pretty much seen that we like a lot of movies that other people don't like.
0: Right. But anyway, it's uh, it was a fun movie. But uh, this movie is kind of like um, a horror movie. Not at all. No. No. You don't think so?
1: <laughs> no. Oh. It's so goofy.
0: Um, presented by Dean Jones to any studio whatsoever, he wanted to do a serious movie about a sentient car. He
1: thought this was serious?
0: Not this. Oh. But he wanted to do this other script about a sentient car.
1: Like Christine.
0: Uh, More like...
1: In between the two.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, but he went to Walt Disney... Uh, eventually and disney saw this other story and wanted to adapt that story that eventually became the love bug okay so that's our movie the love bug 1968 it's rated nothing because there was no ratings back then it just said approved under (laughs) it
1: it's basically pg or g pg
0: yeah pg i'd say more pg well, to today's standards, because of all the sex that went on in the movie, <laughs> uh, but you you can see this right now on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. The director is a uh, person that uh, we've seen their movies. Okay, Blackbeard's Ghost.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm probably not seen
0: that. Oh, uh, we got to see that one. That one's weird. Uh, <laughs> Darby O'Gill and the Little People.
1: Yeah, I've seen that one.
0: <laughs> that one's awesome. Awesome. Uh, Mary Poppins. I like that one. Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Love that one. Old Yeller. Oh, yeah. It is a good um, film, though. And he and he did Merlin Jones, and he did the absent-minded professor. So he's he's versed in Disney's people. It's know? it's
1: very much a Disney-style movie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this guy's name is Robert Stevenson. Okay. Um, he did about eighty movies. I think I read. Wow. And uh, half of them are became Disney films. Interesting. This stars Dean Jones. And I couldn't tell you what I've seen him in, but he looks so familiar.
1: He's been in a lot of Disney yeah. stuff.
0: Michelle Lee, who is still alive to this day. So is Dean Jones, right? No, no he, he died, died in, uh, recently, 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, David Tomlinson, who was... Uh, Mr. Banks in Mary Poppins. So he's a recognizable character. In the next movie, the recognizable villain is the villain from The Absent-Minded Professor, and he plays the same guy. <laughs> so he's just, you know, yes. a old man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Buddy Hackett. Yes. A lot of people don't know who Buddy Hackett is. He was a comedian. He had the funniest death scene in the Abbott and Costello biopic Really? Yeah, he goes, I wish I had some ice cream. And then he just, ugh. <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh my God, that's embarrassing.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Buddy Hackett was more of a stand-up comedian, character comedian. He would he would be one of those types of comedians that would just pop into a movie. People would go, oh, that's Buddy Hackett. Ha, ha, ha. And then he'd leave. Mm. In this one, he stayed. Yes. And it's okay. He's He's good in this. He
1: is good in this. So... Usually less buddy Hackett is better. Like he's he's a nugget in a film.
0: Yes. (laughs) So the opening scene is so weird. It's a race Mm -hmm. and it's these nineteen forties and fifties cars. Yeah. Jalopies. Yeah, and they're (laughs) just racing and crisscrossing the track and then wrecking into each other and tires are falling off and tires are getting bent crashes are happening didn't people damn
1: if this was supposed to be a like a demolition derby or whoever okay
0: so I found out that this is um, stock footage from another movie and I don't remember the name of the movie except the word 400 was in it okay and uh, it's called a uh, oh my gosh what was it called it was called a crash derby of okay. some sort um, because crashes were gonna happen. People went to these things just to see when the crash is going to happen, and sometimes they were spectacular, and sometimes people died. I mean, well,
1: it there was no seat belts. none, no. Um, their hel- helmets, if they wore them, were leather. Yeah. Um, they had no real protection, uh-uh. and the way that the track looked, it looked like it was maybe a figure eight or maybe just an intersection, yeah. like a square. I think they Two had to, I
0: think they had to go down one way um down the middle uh uh-huh. go around to the right and go crisscross go up to the left go all the way down and all the way down
1: it just it made no sense ridiculous
0: it was definitely not an a figure 8 because there was just oh, I don't know it, they didn't show the whole track no no so One of the crashes happens, the car gets flipped upside down, and out comes Dean Jones in a completely different outfit than the person who was driving. Yes. Um, I think the person driving was wearing like a a green outfit or a yellow outfit. Red. And he came out wearing yellow or red. Yeah. So We we
1: later find out that his name is Jim, but it takes five to ten minutes to get his name.
0: Yeah, getting these people's names out was just annoying. It was
1: not important information.
0: No. And so he's being driven home by, I'm assuming, the promoter of this race, because he's like, hey, you know, you got, you, you kind of owe me a little bit of money, guy, you know. And
1: well, he's also telling him that he's getting too old for this.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's in his thirties, and this is a teenager sport,
1: mm-hmm.
0: wrecking cars. And they drive him to his home, which is this fire station. Yes. And uh, it's it's nice, and they live in San Francisco. Got got to put that out there. Um, so uh, San Francisco in the 60s, I've heard is a very nice place to live. Yeah. Um, a lot of people loved San Francisco in the si- 60s. So it's there probably you go. less
1: populated, too.
0: And then we get introduced almost immediately to Buddy Hackett's character, Tennessee Steinman.
1: Something like that. Is yeah. it, his first name is definitely Tennessee.
0: Yeah, his He's name an is Tennessee. Artist. Yeah, and uh, he, he takes cars and, and like, Pieces together these sculptures. Mm -hmm. You know, like we know that one girl who that's what she wanted to do. Yeah, She went to college for 35 years to do it. So,
1: (laughs) Yeah, but uh, Jim brings Tennessee a dented fender for his creations.
0: And he's like, I need to use your car. He goes, well, that's going to be a little hard. He goes, what'd you do to the Edsel? And then I meant to look up Edsel because it's one of those cars that people talked about Uh in the 60s. And I failed to do that. so
1: <laughs> Edsels were very popular, I believe. Yeah. I always wanted a baker. Yeah. I still kind of want one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get him just wandering the streets of San Francisco for a little while, I guess, and he ends up in front of a car dealership. He sees the most beautiful legs in the 1960s.
1: Yeah, this, this woman is putting up a sign. It was like, stop and take a look at these. Yeah, it it was just it was half the phrase, but it was perfect, obviously, for the yeah. movie. And so he stops and takes a look at the legs, you know, and it's kind of cute. It's a it's a meat cute.
0: Yeah, meat cute. That's a thing. <laughs> uh, and, and uh, he bumps his head because she kind of startles him.
1: Yeah, they startle each other.
0: <laughs> and uh, she tells him to come in. She apologizes. You know, he's like. I don't know why she has to feel like she apologizes, but she apologizes. And uh, he gets immediately distracted by this yellow sports car. Yes.
1: It is very pretty I'm not going to
0: name these cars because I don't know. I don't know these 60s models, but Mm -hmm. the 60s had lots of shapes and sizes of cars that you just don't get today. I mean, you're getting them now more than... Then, because we are all
1: boxes and round.
0: Well, it was all about aerodynamics and making the car cheaper on gas. Mm -hmm. And that way we're not burning more gas. But now we have more gas efficient cars that can drive. Mm -hmm.
1: By the way, if you happen to hear anything, we have our our sliding door open today because it is ridiculously hot right at Christmas time.
0: Yeah, it's a 70, 70 degree Christmas. It's crazy. Uh, So he offers, uh, uh, the guy we find out, his name is Mm Thorndike. Mr. Thorndike comes out and like at first I thought it was a Rolls Royce dealer because I saw Rolls Royces and like this is like a carpeted floor and it's just a weird, it's a weird showroom.
1: I'm sure car dealerships in the 60s were a weird thing too. Yeah.
0: But the car he's looking at is on like this rotating platform, and he's like, oh, I need to get that car. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looks like that Lamborghini he buys later, but that Lamborghini is red.
1: Yeah, yeah. So well, Thorndike ends up driving this later.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he offers $75 for that car, <laughs> and Thorndike is immediately angry. Yes. And then uh, he almost walks into this VW Bug, a, a white volkswagen yeah beetle.
1: you you see the the bug come into scene you don't just just the front bumper and some of yeah. the hood you know but you don't really see anybody driving it you just know that it's bumped into him it's just him. wandered it's just in there
0: and that is the introduction of our love bug main character
1: it is a character
0: uh we'll call him herbie
1: he eventually gets named Herbie.
0: And so Herbie... <laughs> they they only call him the little car until about the middle of the movie. It's like
1: middle to late. Then yeah. he's called
0: Herbie by everybody but Thorndike. Thorndike still calls him the little car.
1: Uh-huh. Well, um, uh, Jim doesn't call him Herbie for a long time either.
0: Yeah, that's true. So he's, he's escorted out of the uh, showroom.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, first... The whole reason that the events unfold is because of one thing that happens right here.
0: Thorndyke oh,
1: yeah. sees the car and, and kicks, kicks it. it. Yeah, and Jim stands up for the little car. Is like, hey, you know, don't don't do that. And that enrages Thorndyke even more.
0: So right.
1: So then he's escorted out.
0: So yeah, um, it, it gets it's a little weird, but they show Jim getting on the trolley. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, the little cars following it, and following him. Yes. And it comes to like the next morning, where there's a cop at the door, and it's a weird interaction. It's
1: so weird.
0: He's like, "Hey, uh, you recognize that car over there? Hey, that's that little car from the dealership. What are they pulling? Yeah, come on down. You're arrested now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, and he's
0: like, no. And he's like, yeah, you better come down. <laughs> I'll, I'll book you across town.
1: It's so weird. It was just. Like, nonchalant. Yeah. And you don't realize he's a cop at first because mm-hmm. they don't show his car. Jim obviously knows he's yeah. a police officer. But the the way he talked to him was not like how a cop would talk to anybody.
0: No. It especially was so if weird. They're,
1: especially if they're being accused of grand theft. Right. You know?
0: And so they don't even show him downtown. The next scene is him at the dealership being forced to buy the little car.
1: Yeah, and... He, so Thorndyke is accusing him of stealing the car, and Jim is accusing Thorndyke of planting the car to get him to buy it. Yeah. And I was like, that's the weirdest scenarios ever.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, he he has to buy the car. Yeah. Um The, 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 the car does squirt oil on uh, Thorndyke's foot. Just like a many, dog would pee on him. In many scenes where Thorndyke gets humiliated in such a way. Yes. So, yeah, he's driving the car home. And uh, they go to the freeway. Herbie's afraid of the freeway. And he backs up and he starts driving erratically all over town.
1: Mm-hmm. And then if someone goes, what are you from L.A.? Yeah.
0: And the funny thing is funny. that that's an exit ramp to on the L.A. freeway. Ah. So, yeah, it's just a weird thing. I don't know if it was a nod to L.A. or whatever. Mm. It just made no sense. But uh, he eventually f- muscles his way to the uh, back, back to the, to the dealer, dealer, yeah. And and Thorndyke and uh, Miss Miss Bennett, yeah, mm-hmm. are out in front of his Rolls Royce, and the thing just head-on collisions the Rolls Royce, yeah, no leaving damage, no damage, and kind of bouncing backwards mm-hmm. like it's made of rubber. Yeah. So there's your cartoon physics.
1: Maybe he has flubber in his engine.
0: That's possible.
1: But yeah, uh Bennett and Thorndike were going to go to dinner. So, it Yeah, I didn't give know the if impression they were a romantic
0: com, cu- couple or what.
1: Well, they give the impression that Thorndike is trying to woo her.
0: Well, it's not working cuz he's a dick. Yeah, he is. So. So, Miss Bennett says, "Let me drive the car. I'll show you."
1: Yeah, she's like, "Sometimes new drivers, you know, Oh well, we're make exaggerate. Things up.
0: Yeah. And I'm like, really? <laughs> I've driven a lot of test cars and, and uh and, and driven cars home and uh I've never had a car that's just gone haywire on me. No. Not the first day anyway. My last my last Hyundai did though. Yes. <laughs> Locked myself out of that sucker. So she drives a car and then she asks him a little bit about him, you know, about Jim. And uh, finds out that, oh, he's that Jim.
1: Yeah, he's that Jim Douglas.
0: And, yeah, he's a very famous uh, racer for very bad reasons.
1: Yes. He he destroys cars. He
0: wrecked here. He got smashed up there. And she
1: knows all the cars. She goes, I'm not so good with names or faces or something, but But I know know cars.
0: cars. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Which
1: is really um, groundbreaking, For the 60s, for a woman to have
0: auto knowledge. knowledge, Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, Women's lib, yay. Uh Burn your bras and stuff. Good job. (laughs) They decide that nothing's wrong with the car, so he's like, all right, let me drive you home. He he goes up to this light and these two teenagers in this little roadster dragster, very popular in Disney movies Mm -hmm. at the time. Um, for some reason, these, it's Dracula, basically, yeah. you know, yeah. from Rob Zombie video. And they're like, hey man, you want to race? And, and they're like.
1: And he's like, be serious.
0: Yeah. He's like, come <laughs> on, buddy. Light turns green, Herbie pops a wheelie and yes. just takes the crap off.
1: And Carol thinks that this is Jim doing
0: this. Yeah. And so. They, they get to the next light, and the, the teens are like, whoa, that was pretty heavy. Light turns green again, and they're off to the races again. This time, he's like, here, look, I'm pressing the brake. I'm not steering. Uh-huh. I can't do anything. And he crosses his arms. <laughs> like, I, I'm not driving this car.
1: <laughs> and, uh, a-
0: and it drives them to a burger joint, like this yes. drive-in burger joint, where the oldest lady in the world is still a waitress.
1: It's so funny.
0: Um, she played in a different movie with him, and she was his landlady in that Oh, okay. Um, so, so I think they had some history yeah. together, um, and, and he might have gotten her the job. She looked like a down-on-her-luck actress, anyway.
1: Maybe, maybe, probably. This is a weird interaction here, too. It
0: is, and I didn't write every anything the guy said, but first... He orders a burger and a coffee for him and a burger and a coleslaw for her.
1: Oh, I thought it was just two burgers and the coffee. Uh Uh-uh. Which I was like, he didn't order her anything to drink.
0: I don't think that was a thing back then. Women just didn't drink in public.
1: That's not true. I
0: I don't know. I wasn't born in 1968.
1: I did see something weird when I was playing a Sherlock Holmes game today. Oh, yeah? About how, uh, like, in the 1800s or something... They uh, legalized women smoking in public. Oh,
0: good! And I was like,
1: "That was women couldn't smoke in public.
0: No, it, what on earth?" It simulates fellatio.
1: No, it doesn't. You don't
0: want to you don't want to tempt a man in public; they are liable to rape oh, you.
1: It's just ridiculousness. Yeah, but anyway, it, the the two things that were really funny here was a the menus being placed over the windshield. Okay,
0: that is a thing because when I lived in. Uh, uh, Arizona, that's how they made you read the menu. They put them on the windshield, you read, you said what you wanted. What
1: if you're blind?
0: Then you shouldn't be driving!
1: I <laughs> meant, like, in the sun. Oh. Not like blind blind, but you can't read well.
0: Uh, well, I, I guess it's your fault. Um, so, don't go to a place like that's that. That's
1: interesting. But the other thing is, she's desperately asking and pleading for help to get out of this car. Yeah, yeah. And she, nobody cares. And I
0: and I just read an article today that the cops were called on a car that went through a McDonald's drive-through, and the woman in the passenger seat mouthed the words "Help me" uh-huh. to them. They caught the guy. Uh, they found the, the they found the car. They found the guy. They found the woman. The woman had been abducted.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I guess in the sixties you could just take a woman
1: mm-hmm, probably i yeah, don't know i
0: mean we, we saw all that ed kemper stuff oh. mean, he just took women and like did whatever he wanted to them.
1: yeah so that was just unnerving to me because even the waitress was like hey you guys need to take it to like
0: yeah. seabreeze
1: point or yeah, something go up you to know seabreeze and point. it's like you are totally misreading the situation. Yeah,
0: she is not trying to uh, do this guy.
1: And the uh, the hippies.
0: The hippies were funny,
1: but they still were didn't care.
0: Oh heck no, they they. Uh, and one
1: of them was Dean Stockton. Yeah, Dean Jones. Dean Jones, the the guy in the car. Yeah, it was so weird.
0: Yeah, he wanted to play that part, and the director goes, "You're a little too straight for that." And he goes, "No, I have range." <sighs> And so, so this was
1: a dare part. Yeah. Huh?
0: And so they they said, Okay, we'll film it and if it looks hokey, we're not gonna put it on. He goes, You look like an authentic hippie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're in a van, not smoking weed, but obviously on something. Yes. And he goes, he goes, Weirdos, something like that. Yeah, yeah. They talk about how weirdos are, you know, invading San Francisco or something. It's and so I'm like, weird.
1: Okay. So weird.
0: There's your hippie stuff in the 60s.
1: So I don't, I think they eat. Yeah, they know. eat
0: because they, he apologizes for the burgers because I guess they're terrible. That's
1: right. And so then Herbie takes them to Seabreeze Point. Point. And he finally lets them out of the car. Yeah. It's so weird. This movie's just on. She decides
0: to walk home or walk back. Uh-huh. And then uh, he's following her. At some point, little, little interactions have happened.
1: He's, he's following her on foot, and then Herbie follows both of them.
0: Yeah, and they and go down this hill. Yeah, the cop sees them. The cop sees gets out of his car, and says, Hey, is that your car? And they're like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they had no idea it was the there. Yeah. And, and he's like, You should uh, learn to put your parking brake on. He turns around. His car is in a, in pond, a pond. With ducks. With ducks coming out of it. So, ha-ha, cops are dumb.
1: Yeah, so... He takes her back to the dealership?
0: Um, let me see here. Yeah, pretty much. He takes her back.
1: Oh, yeah. So on the way back, Carol says, if I was driving, none of these things would have happened. Right. So he graciously opens The door opens. He doesn't even open the door. Herbie opens the door. Yeah. He's like, fine. He gets over. And then Herbie takes off with both of them in the car, and she's like, oh, my God, what's going on? Right. At this point, you would think these two would clue in. There's something up with the car that yes. maybe it has a mind of its own. But they don't get this. No. They just think there was something wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so he, they, they go back to the dealership, drops her off, and he goes home. And then uh, him and... Uh, tennessee are having a conversation where tennessee is like "Oh, maybe it's got a mind of its own maybe in the distant future cars will rule the world maybe they're the next race of super beings you know something like that did he
1: say that because i don't think he yeah said he, that. he basically
0: oh. <laughs> he basically uh predicts the whole entire plot to the movie cars
1: oh okay yeah
0: i'm not kidding <laughs> I, I even put that down here buddy hackett predicts the movie cars
1: that's hilarious
0: yeah um. So they're they go inside, and when they come outside, or Hackett goes outside. Tennessee does, and he sees the car just driving around with a bunch of dogs, just playing with the dogs.
1: Yes, it's, I think he was just playing with dogs. It's just weird. It's uh, it's odd.
0: Maybe um, Herbie like, hey, was. Hey, stop alien. clowning around. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> you're gonna get caught. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> they show him driving through San Francisco.
1: Well, that night. Jim decides to tinker with Herbie, and he thinks he's fixed him.
0: Yeah, yeah, he totally fixed him. He took him out for a drive. Yes. And uh, the roads in San Francisco are like switchbacks and 90-degree hills. They're terrifying. I would hate to drive in San Francisco. (laughs) I would take that damn trolley over anything else. (laughs) And I'm not even kidding. Right. By the way, all the backdrops looked like uh, paintings. Paintings. Mm -hmm. And so... They'd show these beautiful backdrops, and I'm like, I don't even know if that's San Francisco. That could be, like, Columbus, Ohio in the 60s for all I know.
1: Well, there's one particular backdrop that you can tell is definitely San Francisco. Yeah. It's like when he's out later searching for Herbie, uh, there's, like, the lighted scene and the fog and everything, and it's clear that it would go
0: down up a hill
1: or down a hill, you know. And I was like, that's definitely got to be it. But a lot of this, they show him, you're not sure.
0: They show him driving down this road, and it looks like a one-lane road, and it's just switchbacks. Oh, yeah. Where it goes zigzag uh-huh. all the way down this hill. I know you think that that was just for people to just drive, but no. They, coming down that hill probably was too dangerous, so they had to make it switchbacks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that way people would slow and down. And shortly
0: after this, Tennessee names the car Herbie, after his late uncle. Funny story about this is Buddy Hackett, he did his comedy routine in which he talked about his uncle Herbie. Oh. And he didn't say Herbie, he said Hoyby because Buddy Hackett can't talk.
1: He's from Jersey or something, he? Isn't he can't he, talk good. He's gotta be.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but then they show Herbie with the 53 on it. Uh, the number 53 is named after a, a Los Angeles or San Diego Dodger, whatever Dodger. Whoever the Dodgers were back then, okay. number 53 was the producer's favorite uh, baseball player. Oh, okay. And so they gave him number 53. They gave him the red and blue stripe. Mm-hmm. And so Herbie kind of looks like Herbie now instead of generic VW Beetle. And um, this is when we find out Thorndike is a race car driver. <laughs> and Dean Jones is too old? Yes. That makes no sense. No, Banks is, I mean, Thorndyke is way old.
1: Jim is too old to be in the
0: Crash-Em-Up. Yeah, I guess.
1: But if he's going to be a real racer, he's old enough. Yeah. So there was a scene where it was another really odd scene. And uh, Jim gives Carol flowers, but he just drives up to her, hands her flowers, and then they take off. Yeah. No words, no nothing. Like oh everything's better now.
0: Well, he owed her flowers.
1: He definitely owed her an apology.
0: That was his flowers exactly. But you know. Yeah, and so then the some next weren't. day, uh, like I think this whole movie took place over three days.
1: It feels I mean, <laughs> well, and until the no, it they were doing multiple races eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it feels like it. Um, so Jackrabbit Springs Raceway.
0: Yeah. So this is like some weird dirt track. I think. I think so. And it goes uh, clockwise instead of counterclockwise. I noticed that for this race.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that.
0: Um, A lot of the stuff is stock footage and uh, that weird cinema scope, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and it was the technology that Disney had at the time. Disney hated to lend out their uh, special effects team. They they didn't want to go out of the house. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to pay for anybody else.
0: So they would invent their own versions of yes. whatever was going on. That's why a lot of their movies later in the 80s that were live action looked like they were from the 60s still. So, yeah, because
1: they weren't advancing.
0: No. No. And in, in, the, in the 80s they did uh, The Black Hole and they thought about using industrial light and magic, you know, the people that did Star Wars. Yeah. And instead they're like, no, we could do our own stuff. And it didn't age well.
1: Yeah, uh, Flight of the Navigator. It didn't. Yeah. It, it's got some scenes where it's like, it's, Ugh. Yeah, it's cringy it, in it, some places. It's still a good movie, but, you know, you're like,
0: oh. That was a surprisingly good movie after, the last time I saw Flight of the Navigator was when it was released on VHS. I rented it one time. Maybe I'd seen it on the Disney Channel when it was a pay channel, mm-hmm. but I hadn't seen it in years until we got Disney Plus. Yeah.
1: It's still good.
0: Yeah, it is. It is a good movie.
1: Anyway, back to the movie we're talking right. about. Yeah. Um, um. He, Herbie wins the race.
0: Yeah. And he still, he squirts oil on Thorndike during the race.
1: But this is where we find out that he still has 23 more payments on Herbie. Yeah and thorndyke suddenly wants to buy him back and give him a thousand dollars yeah because herbie won that race right and it's like mm, i think thorndyke realizes something up with this car he also tries to accuse him of cheating i think
0: yeah um the weird thing is is that uh they showed this montage of races and somehow jim is still broke at the end of all this and he's won every single race so, either they're only paying him to be there. Yeah. Or they're or he's paying him hamburgers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but this is where Carol suggested uh, making a bet about the payments versus the car. Yeah. And Jim takes it. And I don't know if it was supposed to be that that race the next race that they did no because i don't remember it being ever mentioned
0: ever it again. isn't it, okay. it is a forgotten plot point okay they then race in mexico he wins yeah they they race in mexico it's a desert race herbie wins again
1: he doesn't win the, the mexico race
0: he doesn't win the race where he's drunk he does win every race until he's drunk I know this because all the Mexican ladies were kissing him with the trophy in his hand, oh yeah,
1: he didn't. It was after the race to Mexico, right, yes,
0: so every time they showed him winning a race, um they'd show either a blonde lady or a brunette lady giving him a kiss on the mouth, yeah, and I'm like, maybe that's where his money's going. <laughs> He's like here,
1: and they show Carol, and she always looks slightly jealous,
0: yeah. And and uh, what's her name? Michelle Lee. She's very pretty she's very woman. Very pretty. Her hairstyle is a beehive of some sort. Yeah, it's very conish shaped. It's round. Yeah, <laughs> it says
1: sixties um, round.
0: But she's got a strong jawline. I mean, she she looks like a beautiful woman. A strong jawline. Yeah, it's really, you know. Like, it's uh,
1: not typically like something that jaw. men say about beautiful women is that they had a strong jawline.
0: She did not do a nude scene in this movie, so I cannot express to you how much uh, I wanted that. Oh,
1: shut the front door. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so Thorndyke is obsessed with the car.
1: Yes. And this is about... Where we start to see Thorndike turn into Dick Dastardly.
0: Yeah, he becomes the villain of every racing movie ever. Yes. And and he gets more and more outlandish with his crap. Mm-hmm. But first, they trick Miss Bennett and, and Jim to go out on a date.
1: Well, he called her to go out on a date anyway. Yeah. And so she agreed to it. And then he's like, hey, you should go do this. And she's like... Okay, how about 7.30 tonight? Because she's already made the plan. Yeah,
0: so Thorndyke has this evil plan that's already come into fruition. Yes. They go on this date, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and I'm I'm not sure what the date uh, consisted of, but Thorndyke shows up at the firehouse. He's talking to Tennessee. Tennessee's talking about, you know, there's this whole backstory about Tennessee and why he is the way he is. Mm -hmm. He went to Tibet, And he saw these swamis and he was teaching them English. Yeah, he was teaching them English. um, And he learned how to become himself that way. Yes.
1: Which is hilarious. During.
0: They're drinking Irish coffee. Yes. With whipped cream, coffee, and some sort of bourbon. The alcohol that they're drinking is a callback to another Stevenson movie, and I can't remember which one it was. Oh,
1: okay. Probably Darby O'Gill.
0: Yeah, it was called O'Gill's. It was called O'Gill's Whiskey, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: So they they kind of switch a little bit back and forth between the date and, and the sabotage. And at one point, Jim says to Carol, without a real car, he's not a real man. So he's... Yeah, without he, a real
0: car, I'm only half a man.
1: Yes. It, it just goes to show that he is about... Looks more than anything else
0: yeah herbie doesn't fit the look of the cars that he wants to drive in these races which is understandable yeah it's a vw beetle i mean mean, come on guys that's not really that doesn't really say you know
1: no in fact when i was in like my late teens early 20s i totally wanted one yeah just because i thought it'd be cute
0: i wanted one because i knew that they were uh pretty good on gas. I knew somebody that had a car like that, and they drove for pizzas, you know, know, they drove delivery Mm -hmm, for pizzas, mm -hmm. and he only had to fill up his tank every other day.
1: So, fun fact about these cars is that the engines are in the back. Yes. And, you know, the gas tank is in the front. Mm -hmm. As a A child, my parents had three of these cars. Oh. Two of which caught fire with me in the back seat.
0: Well, I I won't say anything about that.
1: So as much as I wanted one, I wanted one of the new ones that came out in the late 90s. Those is were what I wanted. those were
0: nice cars too. they were they were a little sleeker. you see you see it in the last Herbie movie. Yes um, that was Herbie the, the kind loaded. that
1: was the one I wanted not the 60s version. Oh
0: yeah, this movie spawned three sequels I believe. Herbie rides again, Herbie goes to Monte Carlo, Herbie goes bananas, bananas? and Herbie fully loaded. Yes.
1: Mexico up until recently was still producing these cars. Yeah,
0: yeah, they're gone now. They're, yeah. They I don't think that factory is is there anymore. They is. they
1: just stopped production yeah. within a few years. So
0: of the original looking ones. Yes,
1: so. the 60s versions. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So uh, Thorndike is drinking with Tennessee, but he's also dumping more than half of the cup down the down into Herbie's gas tank. Yes. And he's and jumping jump up, and, up down and down on the bumper and, you know, trying to get... Tennessee's
1: a, not seeing any of this.
0: Tennessee is blind drunk. Yes. Uh, and... There's your PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just going on and on about other things. And he goes, you want to know the secret behind Herbie? He's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I he do. He gets out a notepad. He goes, yeah, he goes, it's hard, man. It's hard. <laughs> and the guy goes, ugh. Ugh.
1: And then he puts it. He puts the the notepad in the cup, and then uh, Tennessee pours, pours more him. liquid or pours whipped, uh, cream. whipped cream on it. There's a fun part in this this whole interaction where uh, Thorndike comes back to the table, and he's gonna spray whipped cream on the the cup, yeah. and he ends up overshooting it onto Buddy Hackett's arm. Right. And I swear it looks like that was unintentional. It
0: just, it just stays there yeah. forever too.
1: And those are the fun things that you hope for in movies. Yeah. Are those non scripted pieces.
0: So we get to the next day mm-hmm. and Thorndike is a little hungover. Uh, Tennessee looks fine. Yeah. Herbie seems fine. Herbie at this does point. seem fine they they start the race, they're racing, then sometime mid to late race, mm-hmm. the alcohol starts kicking in and Herbie gets wobbly on his tires and he's driving erratically, mm-hmm. driving over the, you know, the barriers and everything. And Herbie loses his first race
1: ever. Yeah. Yeah. He uh he he like it looks like he kinda hiccups like Herbie's drunk. Yeah. And then uh, out of his exhaust comes cream.
0: Yeah, these it, it looks like these weird puppet bubbles. Yes. Like, and, and then they splash against yes. the uh, Tennessee sign. And the last thing I would do is if it came out of a car is taste it. No. And uh, here he goes. He takes his finger and he touches it and he's like, oh, Irish coffee.
1: Uh-huh. And he instantly knows what yeah. happened. And, and uh, Thorndike gets creamed.
0: Yeah, he gets, <laughs> he gets creamed. <laughs> Yeah, Thorndike is, and the winner circle, and the lady goes to kiss him. He goes, no, 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 I don't, I don't want that. I want to get my picture taken, uh-huh. and he's like, I have to look good. And then uh, they're pushing, or they're getting Herbie up into mm-hmm. the uh, the truck, and he hits the gas, and Herbie just pop, 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 uh huh, three big old blobs of <laughs> whipped cream. cream,
1: yeah, whipped cream. So it's always funnier. When this happens, but yeah. after this race, this is
0: this this is the part of the movie where I always call it the valley.
1: Oh, yes,
0: it's where everybody's sad. Yes, nobody. There's no hope for the future,
1: and the plot is just blah.
0: Yeah, and this is a trope that goes on in movies to this day, mm-hmm. unless it's a really good movie and and the scene makes sense. He has won more races in his life with this car mm-hmm. than any other car.
1: And he thinks it's all him.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he thinks that, oh, it must be the car.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm leaving. So he's gone.
1: He doesn't even come home from the race.
0: No, they they go home. Oh, but wait, he yeah, leaves. then he leaves. Yeah. So he immediately leaves. He's distraught. He's upset. Jim is like, oh, my life sucks
1: we don't really see that. We just Tennessee, hear about it too. Yeah,
0: Tennessee has the motor running and he's like you got a fever. <laughs> oh, Herbie, you got a fever.
1: And Carol comes over.
0: Yeah, and Carol comes over and we find out that she quit Thorndike. Mm-hmm. Uh that day mm-hmm. and probably because of the whole um I'm going to prostitute you thing.
1: Well, that and uh she she knows that he sabotaged Herbie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, possibly. Mm-hmm.
1: And this is where we find out that uh, Tennessee is no mechanic. He just knows how to chop them up and, yeah. you know, repair bodies. And uh, Carol gets on a, a one overalls. suit, you know, and yeah. goes to town and fixes Herbie right up.
0: Right. Um, she, which is a she task. She fixes him good. Um, yeah. Some of the wiring was burnt. Uh, the uh, O-rings needed replaced.
1: You had to flush the whole system, yeah. too.
0: So... Herbie's better.
1: Herbie's much better.
0: And w- this is a weird interaction between Tennessee and Carol because I don't think they really spoke to each other before. No. And, or at least not on screen. And it, it was like, oh, yeah, this car, he sent you. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he's a he's a car with a mind of his own, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah,
1: and so now Carol finally and, yeah, she agrees. Yeah, like, she doesn't
0: believe him at first, but then she calls him Herbie and she goes, ah, you called him Herbie. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> I, I assume that Tennessee is drunk this entire movie. It
1: seems that way. It just
0: feels that way. And I and I would like to believe that he was drunk this entire movie. <laughs> Jim comes home and he had bought a new car. It's a red Lamborghini. Very expensive car. Very expensive. $5,000. Yeah. That's crazy money. Which,
1: with as many races as he'd won... He should have been able to at least pay for half of it.
0: Yeah. So maybe that's where all his money went. Exactly. And uh, Thorndike calls from his car phone. Yes. And there's a scene where he's, like, calling out on it, and he has to talk to a switchboard operator, and he calls it mobile, and he lists a uh-huh. million numbers. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I would I would hate I would hate that every day of oh, my yes. life. Uh-huh. I, I am so glad they invented texting. <laughs> um, but he's going to buy the car. He's going to offer $1,500. To take it off his hands.
1: Yes. And, and all this agrees. time, Herbie has heard about this new car. Yeah. And he's heard the interaction. Mm-hmm. And what, what would a sentient car do?
0: Get depressed and wreck into that car. Oh, yeah. He is smashing the crap out of this <laughs> Lamborghini.
1: <laughs> brand new, beautiful car.
0: And then Herbie just leaves. He runs he away runs from away. home. Yeah. Just... And so... Of course, Jim has to make this right. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the first time Jim calls him Herbie.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: And he uh, he starts chasing Herbie through the streets of San Francisco. Meanwhile, Thorndike had already shown up, offered the check, and he's Jim said no.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it was during this car, process yeah. when Herbie finally yeah. ran away.
0: So the car is gone, and he calls his people these uh, goons. Havershaw. Yeah, I think they're the same goons from uh the nutty professor that uh try to kidnap uh. He the looks professor. like the same guy. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe this is what they did. They just did goony stuff. I don't know. But uh they're trying to find him. And and he Herbie has this sad horn. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At one point there's a Chinese Parade, but it's not a typical Chinese Parade because there's a brass section instead yeah, of traditional that's odd. Chinese yes. music. Um, I think that is because uh, Bruce Lee was becoming popular in the 60s mm-hmm. and, and trying to break barriers of Chinese Americans, but there was a definite racism towards them.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And uh, they didn't want it to look too Chinesey, even though... Buddy Hackett has been to Tibet, which I think was still part of China at the time. I think so. Um, China still tra- technically claims
1: them anyway. but Yeah, but
0: they don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and he's got, like, that bull haircut that Chinese people had in mm-hmm. the day, like the Bruce Lee haircut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's in a dragon. Yes. Herbie is. Uh-huh. And, Dean, and and Jim sees the, the wheels. He goes, Herbie. And, and Herbie just takes off, goes down a couple alleys, wrecks into this uh, shop yes. where this old man comes out and he hears the horn and he's like, ah, blah, blah. And he's like, call the police. And the guy goes, oh, police.
1: So I when I was looking at some of uh, IMDb and movies yeah. that, that some of these people were in, the guy who plays Thorndike, Mr. Banks, mm-hmm. whatever his name is. He was in several Asian-themed movies that look super racist.
0: Uh, of course.
1: Like... One was something Fu Manchu and I was, or something or and I was like oh I don't <laughs> think I could ever watch that with a well, good conscience. We know that <laughs> we know
0: that Breakfast at Tiffany's came out at this point and it uh, was really racist. And uh, what was his name?
1: Uh, Andy Rooney played that part.
0: Oh, no, Mickey Rooney. Mickey Andy Rooney, Rooney had the,
1: ah!
0: he <laughs> the he was the he was the angry guy in sixty yes,
1: minutes. Yes, why did I do that? Uh, no, Mickey yeah. Rooney.
0: And he played this racist stereotype. Oh, you want to see my bars? A lot
1: of white actors played Asian characters.
0: (laughs) John Wayne played uh, uh, Genghis Khan. What? Yes. I'm just throwing that out there. If you don't believe me, look that stuff up.
1: Everybody really enjoyed uh, that show Kung Fu.
0: Yeah, David Carradine. And
1: he's not Asian descent at all, is he?
0: He obviously is. He did this.
1: That's not funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I have to look it up.
1: I think he was he was mostly he was, white.
0: He was well into Asian culture, though. The Oriental Asian culture. Yes. Um, mostly the Kung Fu aspect of it. Tai Chi. He had his own Tai Chi videos. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, oh, wow. He, he loved that culture. Huh. All right. Uh, so
1: Jim goes looking for the car. Yes. Yes. Havershaw happens to find the car right before Jim finds it, of course, you know, and they tow off Herbie.
0: Which, this is like not even a problem.
1: Herbie's depressed.
0: Yeah, but Herbie's there and they're like, we're going to chop him up. And Herbie just escapes. The end.
1: Yeah, so he escaped. Or some facsimile of it. So he escaped the tow truck guy. Yeah. And then runs off to the Golden Gate Bridge
0: because he's going to end it all. Yeah. And you see Herbie just like <laughs> dangling off the railing.
1: And he can't get up because, you know, his back wheel just yeah. won't let him.
0: Right. And, and so, of course, Jim's there suddenly and he's like trying to save him. But he gets flipped over the car and he's hanging off the front bumper, which is dangling off the dang bridge. Uh-huh. And so Herbie feels the need to save him. So he does. But he knocks him out. Yeah. And then the cops show up and they're like, do you see that? It looks like the car tried to save his life.
1: And the other cops like be serious.
0: Yeah. And he, <laughs> and he said, you've been doing this certain beat too long. And uh-huh. I'm guessing that's like a hippie beat. Probably. And they, There's a lot of <laughs> subtle under the table. People are smoking weed yes. references. And so it kind of makes it kind of fun and weird. There's also like a lot of weird sexual things said mm-hmm. during the movie. And I'm like, it's a Disney film. I can't believe they're doing this. <laughs> so, well, you got to well, think about it.
1: This movie was not made for children.
0: N- no, not really. No. So, yeah, the next scene is them in the impound lot. And there's, like, this car lineup where they're... <laughs> the, the old man is there. His Mr. name is Wu. Yeah. And he's, like, telling his assistant to honk the horns. Yes. They're honking the horns. And every horn sounds just so depressing. And uh-huh. They're all like... Mmm. <laughs> you know things like that and uh
1: then they finally hit they herbie get, they get
0: to herbie and yeah, it's it's that car uh-huh. and somehow jim makes it there and the guy wants uh jim to pay for all the damages which makes and sense jim can't afford it and he goes i don't and know so they're to gonna
1: put jim in jail
0: yes Here's where Tennessee comes into action, and he's like, "Hey, I was in China. I went to Tibet with all the swamis and the lamas and stuff like that. I taught them English." And so, the guy,
1: the cop, goes, "You taught them English?" And he's like, "What did he say? Don't get personal or something?"
0: No, it was like it was totally grammatically incorrect. Whatever he said, <laughs> he goes, "He goes, I don't get no no respect or something like that. It's just some weird thing he said." But uh, he. He starts talking to this guy very slowly and deliberately. Like, I don't know if it's real Chinese that he's speaking. I don't know either
1: because I have never uh, seen anybody translate it. Right. I'd like to see someone translate the the language in these movies.
0: But it's like, I'm like... This could be racist, or this could be real. I don't know.
1: Or it could be gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would be the racist Exactly, but still.
0: But he he reveals to to the guy that uh, this is the famous Herbie, you know? This this is the famous race car. And the guy just so happens to have a Chinese written newspaper article about them winning the last race. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, okay. Now I want the car. And he wants to buy the car. Mm -hmm. So... Now they work for Woo.
1: Well, they make a deal, which is funny. If he Jim, wins
0: the race, he Jim, gets all the prize money, something like that.
1: Jim Jim basically says that he can have the car. They get to be the he gets to be the driver in the next race. Yeah, and if he wins, Wu can have all the prize money, and he gets to buy the car back for a dollar.
0: Right. There you go. And
1: then Mr. Wu goes, now you're speaking my language.
0: Yeah. So he speaks English. He speaks
1: English. Of, of course. course he does.
0: Yeah. You kind of have to, to live in the United States, you have to at least know the language and speak it.
1: As a business owner more so.
0: specific. Yeah. Especially if, as a if business he's, owner.
1: If he's a successful business owner, as they say, he definitely understands the language.
0: Yes. So this next race is called the El Dorado, Something like that. I think so. And it's this gigantic race track that they use only the narrow back roads for. One
1: thing, just one note about the the car scene, uh, the police scene again. Yeah, Mister Wu pulled out an abacus and actually used it for math.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They they used an abacus instead of a calculator. I've
1: never seen anybody do that
0: again. That might be racist. I don't. I don't know. know. Yeah.
1: Okay. Anyway, back to the race. Yeah. So this is
0: a gigantic <laughs> race, and it's going to take them, I think, three days to do. At um, least two.
1: Thorndike and Wu make a wager. Yeah. But also somewhere around here is Havershaw. Mm-hmm. And he may have tried to sabotage Herbie.
0: Yeah. Well, they, they did put water in the tank.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So that yeah. was a thing. Um, they sprayed down oil. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, none of the other racers really are affected much in this race at no, all
1: this this race begins what i like to call wacky races
0: it is a wacky races definitely
1: if you don't know what the wacky races are it is a great cartoon from the uh 60s 70s 80s maybe yeah i'm not sure what era it was because i was watching reruns as a kid yeah um it is one of my favorite cartoons ever
0: it was fun it was all the Hanna Barbera characters with uh cars that kind of fit their personalities it was most kids first uh Introduction to Penelope Pitstop. Yes. Um, to the Hair Bear Bunch. To Yogi Bear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So.
1: And Dick Dastardly and Muttley. Muttley's my favorite. I, I laugh like Mutley every now and then. Yeah, you do. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Unintentionally. It's never intentional.
0: <laughs> right. So, Thorndike State, he sabotaged the car again. They do this thing where he goes down this hill and Thorndike also accidentally wrecks. Yeah, He's stuck in the mud and so the dude's trying to get him out of there the doors open a bear wanders into Thorndike's car. Herbie becomes Jesus and just walks he skips on water. The water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, gets ahead of him uh, Thorndike covered in mud just starts driving off. With a bear in his car,
1: he he's got mud covering his glasses. Yeah, there's no no idea how he's seeing.
0: No way he could see. Yeah, and uh, so he gets it cleaned off, and he looks over, and he's like hands the guy the uh, the bear the map. Yeah, he still thinks this
1: is Avershaw.
0: And he's like, "What (laughs) is your problem?" And he goes, "Ah!" And he passes out and hits a tree. Yes, knocks the
1: tree over. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and and then the bear runs one way, and uh, and, and, and Thorndike runs the other way. But they're trying to get to this uh, Chinese place, and they run out of gas. The Herbie's team runs out of gas. And it's all three of them in the car. So Herbie... Jim, uh, Jim Carroll, and Tennessee. Yeah, Jim, Carroll, and Tennessee. I lost all their names suddenly. Yes. <laughs> um, they're all in the car, so that's a tight fit.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> but... They run out of gas and then suddenly, like out of nowhere, uh, Wu's nephew yeah. uh, and these two poles, they just turn it into a rickshaw and they just run him to the city yeah. where he's getting all kinds of treatment, like what the scarecrow got in the Wizard of Oz. I mean, he's getting <laughs> yes. re-stuffed and replanted and blah, blah, blah. So, so
1: it's kind of funny that obviously Wu owns this. Yes. And... Thorndyke gets the oldest attendant.
0: Yeah. He's just sitting there. And
1: it's like when you go to the gas station and it's negative 30 out, yeah. the slowest pump.
0: Yeah, ever. the the pump is just going so slow. So he decides
1: he's just gonna leave. Yeah, and it's he, like, you can't leave. You're not you're not full.
0: He's also chained to the thing. That's when
1: he finds out like, he tries to drive away, and you find out he's chained to the pumps. Yeah.
0: That was weird. <laughs> But, you know, there's not much to that except that they should have known, you know, seen something was wrong with the spare tire or anything.
1: So you and I both mentioned this. It was obvious that there were so many people working on Herbie that they did that they yeah. they did tighten. They checked everything, but they had to stop for the night. Right. So that's where you said the sabotage probably happened. probably
0: happened there. Oh, there's a, the, there's a like a logo on the back of the old man's jumper. And it says something like uh, we put we'll put the dragon in your in, in your tank.
1: tank. Yeah.
0: And that's a take on what is now ExxonMobil, um where we'll put the tiger in your tank.
1: Oh. And you see
0: that on Exxon's gas anyway. Interesting. So,
1: the only other ah uh... The only product placement I could think of that I saw was the old 76 ball. Yeah. Which was a gas station. Yeah, I know. I don't think it exists anymore.
0: Uh, I might. Up north it might. Out west it might. I don't know. It's yeah. been a while, so. You know, when when I moved to Ohio from uh, Arizona, I didn't see any Texacos anymore. Yeah. And I was so depressed. I was like, I don't know where I am. Uh-huh. You know, because you'd always see those Texacos. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm the same way now with the Speed Mart or Speedways.
1: Speedways. There's no Speedways There's here. There's no
0: Speedways. There's a Pilot. It's just not the same.
1: Yeah, we've got a lot of Valeros. We do have Shells. Shells yeah. are all over the place.
0: Yeah. So, and, and we had uh, BP as well up there yes. in Ohio.
1: I don't remember the last BP I saw down here. Me either. I was going to say, I don't... That might be closer to Memphis when you start to see BP yeah. again. Basically Thorndike sabotages so much that Herbie loses a wheel yep. and then they stop. The spare has been cut into pieces.
0: Right. But wait, before that, okay. before any of that happens, um, it's when they change the road signs. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, it says, you know, go this way for this place, this way for the mines. Yeah. And so, they're driving along, and of course, Thorndike had changed the road signs, so they go right instead of going left in this fork in the road, and they end up in these mines. And it's not
1: really a fork, either.
0: No. It's just this zzz, Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah.
1: And they drive right into a mine. And not only them... All of them. Every
0: single racer. Yes. So at one point Arm they levels. show they show this man just pickaxing a wall of the mine, oblivious, oblivious to all these cars just suddenly being in there, zigzagging all over the place. Yeah. Um, He's
1: obviously deaf,
0: right? <laughs> they uh, the our Herbie team finds an elevator that goes straight up the the mountain, and uh, at one point. You know, Thorndike is like, oh, we're going to win this. And down from the mountain comes Herbie. In front of them. <laughs> and gets in front of them. But this is where Herbie loses his first wheel. Yes. And so then they do this weird balancing act. And I've driven up mountains. It's terrifying. It's just swervy roads all the way up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't recommend it to anybody. It's just not, not my thing. <laughs>
1: This is the most ridiculous scene. Like, this movie's ridiculous, but this scene particularly is the most ridiculous. Yeah. You have the heavier Buddy Hackett outside the car,
0: leaning out the window, yeah.
1: And then Carol holding him inside.
0: Yeah. Um. This is like a ragtop, by the way. I didn't want to, I, I, I keep forgetting that he does have a ragtop. So she's up over in the sunroof like area. Roof, yeah. And she's holding Buddy Hackett. Then the door opens at some point, and then Herbie has to save him, and that's when Herbie yes. loses another wheel. Yes.
1: And Jim tries to run after the yeah, wheel. Yeah, he
0: tries to run after it, chase it down. It's, it's gone. It's, it's a lost it, wheel.
1: We're pretty sure this is the wheel that turns into rubber. Yeah. The movie Rubber.
0: Yes. And if you haven't seen the movie Rubber, it's about a sentient uh, psionic tire that kills people.
1: I like that movie. It was so weird. It's so weird. And I've seen someone else in our feed who was like, didn't like that movie. But it's hilarious. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) So all the other racers make it in to the checkpoint. Yes. And everybody's about to leave except Mr. Wu. And you see Herbie come in with leaning with this one giant like
0: Wagon wagon wheel.
1: Wagon wheel. Bringing it in, yeah, and so they're discussing. Can they go on anymore?
0: Right, and this is where they're talking to Woo, and they're like, "I think, I think we're done. There, there's no way we can get Herbie back up. He's spent." Yeah, um, they're
1: talking about the wires, or yeah. you know, and, and earlier, burnout.
0: earlier Tennessee said he had to uh had to chop up the frame to get the frame straightened again after the last thing that happened. Yeah,
1: so. Which, you know, people total cars out because of bent frames.
0: Right, and so there you go. And uh, they asked Wu what what they should do, and he says, "When you come to some, my uh, A wise, wise man. man once said, when you come to the last page, close the book." Mm-hmm. They're like, "All right."
1: So he turns just turns off all the lights, and I'm like, "There's still people here." <laughs>
0: It's you a symbolic ex-
1: thing, but You can't still. explain this stuff.
0: <laughs> uh, so Thorndike now owns the car because the car can't finish the race. and uh, Which
1: infuriates Jim. Yeah. And Herbie comes to life.
0: This is when Herbie, I mean, this is when Jim literally tries to beat up Thorndike. Like, physically wants to harm him now. Well,
1: yeah, I think he hit Herbie again. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and so Jim comes to Herbie's defense once again. Yeah.
0: And and Herbie is like chomping at the bit suddenly and he's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna beat that guy up too. <laughs> uh, let's get him. You know. But Herbie's back in the race.
1: I think he also uh oil peas on him again. Yeah. Here.
0: Yeah, he does. So it happens a lot. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's time for the it's final, the final leg, leg of the race. Mm-hmm. Herbie's back in the race.
1: They have and to And he's wait. determined
0: to win. Yeah, it's like the amazing race. Yeah. So however long it took you to get Back to the uh, the goal, the checkpoint, mm-hmm. that's how long you have to wait. It
1: seems like this was shortened, though, because they were a long time after everybody else. Yeah. And they managed to, to get through pretty quick. Now, they did kind of cheat, in my opinion, by taking shortcuts. Yeah. Straight through mountainsides. sides.
0: Mm-hmm. Like...
1: This car's not made for that.
0: It is. It can do whatever it wants. It's got a mind of its own.
1: This model of car (laughs) is not made to go through forested areas.
0: Herbie's just like, come on, (laughs) let's go. Come on, let's go.
1: So they managed to catch up to Thorndike. Yeah. And then ridiculousness happens.
0: (sighs) Yeah, at one point...
1: That's saying a lot, by the way.
0: At one point they, they Thorndike either chops down a whole tree and puts it in the road. I wasn't or sure where he got it was that. Already down and they're like, Oh, here's an opportunity and he they roll it out, but her something happens, Herbie eventually like gets around it but
1: Herbie runs into the log, yeah, which pushes uh Thorndike Thorn- into, into his into trunk the trunk,
0: which is in the front of the car. Yes.
1: And then I think he jumps over the log.
0: Yeah. Okay. It gets weird. I, I just couldn't There's figure it out. There's
1: a lot of weird in this movie. And they can't understand what this noise is. Yeah,
0: it's like, what's that noise? They
1: open the glove box and he's like, get me out of here.
0: Yeah. So they, <laughs> they're they nice about it, too. Yeah. They're nicer than they should be. Oh, yeah. They get him out. I'd have kept him in there. They lead him over to a tree and just lean him up against a tree. Face first. Yeah. against a tree. And they're like, oh, there you go, buddy. And then they leave... <laughs> A lot of other ridiculousness happens that I did not write down, but eventually oh, so Herbie yeah. is halved.
1: Yeah, he starts coming apart, and Tennessee gets out a welding machine. Yeah, and tries to weld him as they're driving down the road. Uh huh. <sighs> this is so.
0: It doesn't impossible. work. Impossible. It doesn't work.
1: But still, he lays down down the uh, the wand, yeah. and I'm like. That would burn you <laughs> um
0: <laughs> it was real though i mean it didn't burn him it was real
1: anyway herbie comes apart yeah and so it's it's held together by the center axle right and i'm like mm, that still wouldn't work so no. instead of tennessee just staying put they're like hey you you should come up here with us.
0: Yeah, so he's there's this scene where he's doing the he's whole He's
1: walking on the he's a big man walking on the axle.
0: Yeah, Buddy Hackett was easily three hundred pounds.
1: At um, least.
0: And yeah, he just
1: And so the axle breaks. Mm-hmm. And somehow now two halves are still barreling towards the front instead of collapsing in like they should. Right. Because I've
0: seen that. And it's a funny scene, too, because uh, you see Buddy Hackett just sitting there cross-armed going, Oh, this is just, this yep, just this is my happening. life now. Yeah. And they both beat, well, one beats Thorndike, the other one Buddy, comes in third. Yeah,
1: Ten- Tennessee in the back half wins Thorndike yeah. and then Jim and Carol.
0: Yeah, and one of, one of the things we didn't mention yet is that one of the personalities of the 60s Ronan Martin's oh, laughing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um several voiceover jobs. Mr. Gary Owen is in this movie. It's the youngest I've really seen him um other than the laughing stuff. He did this video series about dinosaurs in the uh early uh, late 80s early 90s really? that I really liked. Hmm. And that's how I learned about him.
1: Oh. I only knew about him because of Laughing.
0: Yeah. So, or, yeah. Kirby wins. Mm-hmm. They all cheer because they crash into each other and like uh, Tennessee's half is on top of yes. uh, Jim and Carol and, and they're all like, yeah, and, and they're laying on top of it. And so everybody's weird. cheering except for Thorndyke, who's a little angry.
1: Now we know why, though. Yeah. We find out why.
0: So they cut to the next scene. Woo and Tennessee now well, Wu owns it. Tennessee, I think, is an assistant.
1: Yes, he's he's running. He's, like, cleaning. He, I think he was repainting the and letters, was he?
0: He's wearing a black turtleneck.
1: He's got the, with the a, beaded necklace. Yeah, beaded yeah. necklace.
0: So he's full-on Chinese now. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and then they cut to the garage where, f- for some reason, Thorndike and what's his name? Havershaw? Yes. Are lubing up a car.
1: Havershaw goes you really should read the fine print obviously it was in the fine print that they had to work in as mechanics. The fine
0: print that they established near the middle of the movie that uh, Thorndyke actually invented the fine print Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so and then they squirt each other with oil we find out that jim and carol are married they're sitting in the back seat of the car they're like we don't know where herbie's gonna take us yes. and then the car just drives off and maybe we that's don't, what
1: the next movie is
0: no we don't see them until herbie goes to monte carlo uh
1: well maybe that's where he took them
0: in the third movie
1: oh oh we don't what yeah they don't they own the car
0: I don't know. I
1: don't know. I'm, I haven't watched We're just going to have it. to
0: watch movies now. No, We're going to no. have to watch every Herbie movie. No. And and just decide for ourselves, if as adults, do we like these movies?
1: Yeah, because when you mentioned doing this movie, I was like not excited at all.
0: I know. And I don't know why. It's well, a good because, movie.
1: Well, because growing up, I'd always see the one where Herbie had eyes for one thing. And... There was always such ridiculousness that as a child, I was like, nope.
0: I don't remember any movie where Herbie actually had physical eyes.
1: No, he,
0: they, they like... It, it looked on the like
1: cover, he had googly eyes. On the cover. I think he had googly eyes. Anyway, I didn't, I didn't like those movies, so I was really apprehensive about watching this. But this movie was actually entertaining. Yeah. Um, it's probably better than if you're sitting there doing what we did. And going, are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, it's, it's serious? one of those
0: movies that you watch and you're like, okay, this is not...
1: Oh, it's pure slapstick.
0: Yeah, this is not hereditary. <laughs> this, this movie will not make you think. No, but, this is
1: just for pure entertainment.
0: Right. So, that was the end of the movie. I like the movie um, for its for its uh, era that it was mm-hmm. presented to. I feel like it did well. Yeah. Um It was the top grossing comedy of 1969. Wow. In 1968. And uh, it made all its money back, and it took them till like 1972 to make another one.
1: Okay. So they weren't, you know, anxious about making a, a sequel right. right away like they are today.
0: Right. So I've decided that now that this is our second year, uh-huh. we can start doing sequels. Okay. And... I like the idea of doing sequels now
1: Mm -hmm.
0: more than I did. Okay. Because we've done so many movies that have sequels, Mm -hmm. we could do callbacks. Uh Uh-huh. So one of the things I want to do in 2020 is sequels. Okay. We technically did a sequel, but I don't think so. I think it's more of a spin off universe kind of deal. Which one? Mallrats.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: But that was because of my sentiment towards Stan Lee. I really wanted to do a movie with Stan Lee in it. Mm -hmm. Um, That wasn't a Marvel movie where he sounds like Stan Lee, he speaks like Stan Lee, and he is Stan Lee. Yeah. That isn't a a documentary. Right. So we did that in Rats. And we haven't really done a superhero movie yet. I do want to do something like that. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to do these blockbusters that we have been known to watch Mm -hmm. so supernatural movies like this herbie the superhero car i could do maybe super oh yeah um
1: i haven't seen that in a while
0: so it's just an idea so anyway thank you for listening to happy fun time movie hour if you like us Follow us on Facebook. We are happy Funtime Movie Hour. If you like us even more and you have a Twitter, follow us on at Funtime Movies One. That is Funtime Movies and the number one. You can hear us on a s- so many platforms now,
1: including Pandora.
0: Including Pandora. Told you guys. <laughs> told you guys. iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Probably everything yeah everything you you find it uh google us
1: if you really like us subscribe to us that way we know that you like us
0: yeah (laughs) yeah just subscribe to us we we need to know that you're listening or at least you're there
1: thank you to all the people in other countries that are also listening to us Yes,
0: we are world famous
1: I love looking at the SoundCloud analytics all the time yeah. just because I'm like, oh, that's a different country. Yeah. Or, oh, I haven't heard of that city before. Um,
0: hello to Billy Lord, our biggest fan. <laughs> that's about it, though. Yeah. So in the new year, almost 2020, mm-hmm. I want you to find your favorite streaming device and just go watch a movie.